It happens more than you'd like to admit. The chemistry is there. You have a powerful connection. You have a couple extra drinks. You go back to his place to make out. And the next thing you know, you had sex, which may have been a great experience. But where does that leave you now? Is he going to text tomorrow? Does he want to see you again? Is he looking for anything serious? These are important questions. And on this Love You podcast, I've got your answers. Stick around. I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to learn what to do when you sleep with him on the first date. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. As always, I lead this podcast with the official Love You line on how to handle sex. The Love You recommendation is for something we call sexclusivity. Sexclusivity means you do not sleep with any man who's not your boyfriend, and you don't call any man a boyfriend until you've known him for four to six weeks to see how he reveals himself over time and whether he is a good boyfriend candidate. Given that most people do not follow this recommendation, this podcast is for you. Here's what you do after you have sex with a guy on the first few dates. We said the first date, but second date, third date, it's all sort of part of the same category. So first thing, don't cut off sex. That might be the immediate reaction. It may seem like the obvious answer. Oops, I made a mistake. Now I got to pull back. Oh my God, I moved too fast. I really regret it. It's nothing personal, but the problem with that is not that you're not entitled to do whatever you want. Of course, you're entitled to do whatever you want. It's your body, your choice. We could respect that. The problem is it's really hard to take something away that you already gave. Um, yeah, you may be entitled to do that, but it just doesn't play very well. Um, I don't know the equivalent of, of this in, in, in a man's world. It's a guy who calls to make plans and then picks up the check and then tells you, I'm sorry, I'm not going to call you again. I'm not going to pick up the check again. And you're like, wait, wait, I, what happened? <laughs> not the perfect example. But the real point of this is that once you signal, oh my God, I made a mistake, you don't, you're not coming from a place of confidence. You're not coming from a place of abundance. You're coming from a place of fear and scarcity. Uh, it seems like you've got issues around sex. You may not be sex positive. You may make him feel like perhaps he did something wrong. All these things are not the things that we want to associate with the fun, playful courtship dance. So if you did something that you per perhaps regret, the best thing you could do is just kind of ride it out <laughs> right? Not undo it, not go back uh, and try to adopt uh, a more empowering mindset that is closer to the mindset of someone who's willing to have no strings attached sex, because that's what you've already proven that you're willing to do is have no strings attached sex. The question is whether he chooses you to be his girlfriend and whether you choose him to be your boyfriend. And that's what plays out over the next month. So if you're going to keep on hooking up with this guy, sleeping with this guy, you have to stay emotionally unattached. That's the next thing. Easier said than done. I'm not saying that I could wave a magic wand and say there'll be no feelings involved, especially if you really like this guy and you're attracted to this guy and the sex is good, but that doesn't mean he's a good boyfriend. And it doesn't mean that it's done. Like it's not a done deal just because, you know, you had one exciting amorous night at the beginning of your relationship. Number two, stay emotionally unattached. Uh, don't give him power over you just because he's sleeping with you. Uh, this is ultimately your call as to whether he becomes your boyfriend, not something that is cemented at the very beginning. And that brings me to number three. Don't 
and this is going to sound mind-bending, but don't put the guy as your front runner just because he got you in bed. Don't hire him as your lead intern, if you're the CEO, just because he got you in bed. He's just a guy who's in the race to earn the right to become your boyfriend. If he won and he knows he won and you treat him as if he won, he has very little incentive to perform, which is why you see a lot of guys really excited, get laid at the beginning, and then they back off their efforts. Why? Because they don't have to, they've already proven they don't have to work very hard. I could text you once a week and I can get laid and you're going to be like, okay, well, then you've now incentivized me to take my foot off the gas and not act like a boyfriend because I know I could text you anytime and get laid. And I proved I could do that after one date. So we establish a, a language, right? We establish a cadence of how someone treats you. We want to establish that you are the prize, even if you slept with him early. We want to establish that you're the prize and he has to continue to pursue and court and make an effort and distinguish himself from everybody else. So keep your options open. Keep dating other people. Even if you don't want to, keep dating other people because the guy is not your boyfriend. He's just the guy that you slept with on the first date because you're attracted. There's two different things. I already overlapped with my next bullet point, which is in love you terminology. Keep funneling. The funnel is here's all the guys at the top of the funnel, right? Here's all the guys on Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, right? And then we narrow them down. We swipe right, we text, we, we schedule FaceTime calls and we eliminate most of the people. 90% of the guys don't get anywhere in this process. So we have only a few guys coming through the funnel and we want to keep your options open as you go through the dating process, as opposed to anchoring on one guy where you really don't know him well. That's the other thing. When we make these choices really quickly, it is primal, it's visceral, it's fun. I did it, I don't judge it. It's not a very effective dating strategy, hopping into bed with someone and then trying to insist that that person is gonna be a good partner because you had a great connection over dinner and great sex. Those things have no correlation to each other, virtually no correlation to each other. Next. Don't, I should have said this earlier because it's more pertinent earlier, don't ghost, right? Don't just, oh my God, I can't believe what I did. I can't do this anymore and cut him loose. Also an ineffective strategy. Obviously, if you never want to see him again, you could you could cut him off because uh, you slept with him too quickly. I, I just think if you like the guy and you want to see where things go, you don't want to have the overreaction of, oh my God, I didn't mean to do that. I can't see you anymore. I find it ineffective. Um, even if it's, you know, it, it may, it may feel like the right reaction because intimacy is scary. Similarly, I don't want you to negotiate. That's the other thing that happens is this becomes a conversation. Suddenly we're not being, we're not dating, we're not connecting. We're sort of negotiating what's going to happen. So we had sex on that first date and I had fun. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want to do it again. So maybe the next time we go out, we'll do X and we'll go this far and maybe it's possible we'll sleep together again, but it, it'll take some time for, for, for me to trust you and my, the whole thing gets, becomes a really ugly conversation. All right. More of an internal monologue that you're saying out loud, right? As he, as he stands there and all he's thinking is, so when are we going to have sex again? So 
as always, you're not wrong for wanting to stop. You're allowed to stop. You're allowed to do everything. Everything I'm telling you, you're allowed to do the complete opposite of what I'm sharing with you. But if we're trying to come up with a policy that's going to be uh, particularly effective and man-friendly because you are dating men, if you're heterosexual, I definitely suggest playing it cool the way men play it cool often after sex. And so that leaves you with the stance of what we call mirroring. Right? Mirroring is responding to his advances and um, meeting his same level of energy. So he texts you, you text him back. He calls you, you call him back. He tells you he'd like to see you, you tell him you'd like to see him, presuming you're available and presuming you want to see him. So he makes the effort, he initiates, you reply. And if he doesn't initiate and he doesn't do any of those things, what does that tell you about his desire to either sleep with you again or commit to you? It means he doesn't have a desire to do so. And no amount of you reaching out to him and talking to him and renegotiating with him is going to change any of that. So you made your choice, slept with the guy, hope you had fun. It's not a bad thing. This thing that I just outlined to you doesn't guarantee that he calls you after sex. Nothing guarantees that. But by having sex with a stranger, nothing, including sex, guarantees that he's going to call you again. So what this does is put you in the CEO seat to observe his efforts as an intern over time to see if he's worthy with his efforts of earning the right to become your boyfriend instead of giving him that title because of one passion at night, because he was charming and seductive on date one, should not give him a lifetime pass to your heart. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.